This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to Kelly and Ramia as we continue on on your Friday, and uh, we're getting close to the end of the program, but still lots of great content left to deliver your way. Uh, we are going to bring in one of our staples, and to do that, I will hand things over to Danielle McLaughlin. I'm Brock Richardson. Thank you, Brock. On the chatty bookshelf, we talk all things audiobooks with Ryan Huey. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? I'm Ryan Hui. This is the Chatty Bookshelf, where we talk audiobook trends, news, and author interviews. Hello, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? And thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Uh, I love my Friday segments. I love the the Chatty Bookshelf, and uh, we get to open up the swing gateway wide open. That's right. Well, I, I love your Chatty Bookshelf segments as well and look forward to them whenever we get a chance to be together on on air. What are we going to talk about today? So this is a very wild ride, interesting story. Uh, I I love it. Um, it, It's definitely grown my to read list by uh, three books at least. Uh, But on social media, there are some authors uh, that use pen names or pseudonyms, right? And there's for various reasons. Uh, This is uh, a story of one of them, which is really interesting. uh, And it's kind of blowing up uh, the internet, especially, you know, book uh, kind of segments on Instagram and things like that. So for those that don't know, we've talked about pen names and pseudonyms before, but it's essentially using an alias or a fake name to for a number of different reasons. Um, it might be, for instance, you, when I say Stephen King, it, it's, you know, horror, uh, that sort of thing. But maybe he wants to branch out into a new genre, but then, oh, I this is the romantic comedy or something. I'm not saying he does this, but, you know, just for instance, that, that would be an example. Or even um, back in the 90s and early 2000s, uh, women would use an, a male pseudonym. Uh, they'd, they'd be known as, you know, Ryan Hui or, or something like that. But really, it's, a, um, you know, Harper Collins that, that is writing a, a different genre, something like that. Or there's a number of different reasons. Like I said, maybe it's a group of authors. And instead of listing 15 authors' names, they say, hey, this is, uh, this is you know, this person's name and they use a pseudonym so it's uh it's really really interesting but uh this is uh this is one uh, for the books uh, for sure like it's well that's it's great wild. you know there's a, there's such a long history you think about writers like george Eliot, who was a woman and george sand who was also a woman and uh you know i mean you can go back into the 1800s and earlier um the bronte sisters all use male pen names because they couldn't get published as women exactly. yep. right so exactly. yeah there's a long story when i was in high school i had a, a an english teacher whose father was one of many people who wrote under the name Ellery Queen. Ellery Queen mysteries were very, very popular. And uh, it turned out that there was a whole bunch of people who would all use that name, Ellery Queen. So there's, you know, a long and honorable history uh, of pseudonyms. Exactly. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's almost like the ghostwriter, too. Like, so sometimes yes. if uh, a novelist will pass or, or you know, gets, doesn't want to write the book anymore or something, they'll, they'll use a, a pen name as well. So... I'm wondering, New York Times bestseller, have you ever heard of Alina Ferrente? 
I uh, have read all of her books. I am a big fan. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> so you know, you know the the, the uh, Napoleon Quartet uh, and my brilliant friend and those yes. sorts of things. So uh, that so that is obviously her pen name, uh, and that has been well noted. But since about. 2015 this this story has been kind of breaking so uh and it's really interesting because uh it's very closely guarded that's a secret that nobody really knows is it uh is it this person is it that person there's grumblings all over the internet however like i said the story takes us over to europe in rome in 2017 a research a research firm and a researcher kind of took a shining to this person and said you know what i think that that i think i can figure out who this person is i'm going to do some I'm going to, you know, do some in-depth research and base it on facts and for what he found and, you know, based on the writing style and this, and, and I'm not going to say the, the person's name, but he outed the alleged uh, Elena Ferrante in her, in her real name uh, on social media and the author, the publisher, everybody denies it, but here's the wild part. So we just spoke of, you know, uh, women using um, uh, a men's pen name. So they went to her husband and who is an author and they they said, well, if it's not her, then it must be you. You must be writing huh. these books. And 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 the, the books uh, for reference are uh, about uh, two. They place in uh, post-war Italy about two women that are sort of, that are best friends, and it sort of follows them around. And and they're they're very good. Now I I've um I've put them on my to read list. I haven't gotten to around. So I, Danielle, I know that you said you love them, which is great. Uh, and uh, they, you're one of millions. They've been exactly. translated into several different languages. They're available in audio, uh, ebook, and print. And uh, it's it's really fascinating because you know her uh, her friend or sorry her husband Domenico Star Starco uh, is is said you know well why would this would change the game if a man is using a woman's pen name sort of thing right so it's, it's sort of flipping the tides and it's going on and now there's tons of things on tiktok about this conspiracy theory or no it must be this person because uh, uh the the facts that the researcher found all show that it, it's her and it's really really interesting and you know it doesn't take much to get me down a rabbit hole but a <laughs> friend showed me this and i spent all night uh, one night this week just researching and and going into uh, and saying you know what 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 do we what do we what do we know and what do we what are we guessing kind of thing uh, really interesting. So it's um, that's the I, I just I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about the books because uh, I, I know as, as an avid reader um, I'm I'm hooked. I haven't even started them and I'm hooked. Uh, yeah, I think you will enjoy them. To read list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I, I really found puzzling is that Elena Ferrante writes a regular column in the Guardian newspaper in England, and I thought, how do you keep a pseudonym secret if you're you know that frequently contributing to a, a you know to public media but i you know i'm not sure that i believe that it, that it's any one particular person it might be several the stories are fascinating and it would be hard to imagine um a man i mean men can write anything about women women can write anything about about men but it starts out with two little girls um the first the first of of the trilogy and they have um, you know, a very uh, intense relationship. And over the three books, it, it this develops. They grow up. They get involved with uh, political issues in Italy of the time. It's. It, I think you'll find them intriguing. I, I hope you enjoy them. I'm going to check back with you after you've had a chance to listen to, to, to these books to find out what you think.
You know what, based on your recommendation and the recommendation of millions uh, and the conspiracy theory alone, like yes. I love going down a rabbit hole. I mean, I'm hooked already. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm anything uh, around the post-war era and during the war that that time setting uh, fascinates me. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's grown my to read list by three. Uh, and uh, it's called the Neapolitan uh, Quartet and yes. My Brilliant Friend. Uh, by Elena Ferrante, who is the pen name, but the, even just Google it uh, and and you know who is the real Elena Ferrante, and you'll it won't take you long. About three three Google search pages down, you'll get into it. And uh, the Wikipedia page is really interesting. Uh, obviously, anybody can add anything there, but it's really fascinating to see people picking sides and and you know looking at it. It can't be her. It has to be him. It had it can't be him. It has to be this third person. And uh, I there's there's just so many writing similarities between the the book and the, the the article in the Guardian that it's hard to kind of distinguish. Uh, you know what what is 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 it this person or is it someone else kind of thing? Yeah. Ryan, do you think that this was done like with intent to get people down this rabbit hole that you're talking about? Like, is this the reason? Like, yeah, is it the reason honestly, to say let's honestly, see what no, people get into? I, I, I don't just because the books were well over translated into like 15 languages like they were pretty popular I don't think they needed any help getting the push you know getting the media so this is this is something that someone like hey I, I think it's I, I don't want to say a vendetta or maybe uh, you know revenge or something but they're like hey I want to I want to be right I want to prove someone wrong and say hey this is this is what I found about this person and Elena Ferrante is actually Ryan Hui or whoever you know kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Ryan are you trying to tell us something no, it's, it's, it's definitely not but uh, you know it's, it's, it's really interesting that how's your that Italian <laughs> not not good no. <laughs> well you know it's interesting they made a movie they took sort of took the the plots of of the the three uh, main books and put it together and Olivia Coleman stars in it I think it's called The Lost Child uh, excellent yes. movie um, based based on 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 the plots it, it kind of skips over um, a lot of the the detail in in those novels but you know the novels are a very interesting uh, study of the the class system in Italy after the war and you know looking at poverty, looking at who becomes wealthy, looking at uh, organized crime. Um, so, you know, there's there's so much in it. Uh, it's it's hard to believe that, um, you know, that there's somebody who, who just wants to get attention because they, they're using a pseudonym. I, I think that this is a very fine writer. And I'm curious as to why she has chosen not to let people know who she is. I'm wondering if there's a political reason for it, you know, is... You know the politics you know, in Italy. Yeah, I wonder the same thing. But it's it's a lot of the, a lot of people say you know she just likes the privacy. She doesn't want to be known as a you know someone that has had millions of her books sold. That kind of thing. She's not about the fame. Uh, you know she she's obviously the the, the old the publisher, and that's about it. You know a few close friends and family might know, but other than that, uh, you know it's 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 really um, down to the nitty gritty that that do know who the real person is. And I, I think it's sort of the, you know, fame kind of changes you a bit or, you know, hey, I, I, I like the relaxed lifestyle where I could, you know, just relax, write books and, and live my life rather than having to do everything because who, who, how are you going to get a fake person, essentially air quotes, to, to go to sign books in 15 different countries because it's written in 15 different languages kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. They, Who shows up at the book fairs, I wonder? I, I know, right? Yeah. And maybe the person just simply, Ryan, to your point, wants it to be about the book, 
versus them, you know, like that, that could be it. Right. And, and I think I look at this and I say, well, but why wouldn't you want to be associated with such a successful thing? But maybe it is, I want the focus just to be purely on the series and that's it. That's, that's our sports uh, nature coming in, right? Yeah, as much as we say we don't want the fame, you know, we want our name on that Stanley Cup. You're, you're not putting the pseudonym up there kind of thing. It's really interesting uh, to me, too, that, you know, like someone that has po- probably poured a big majority of their life into the the four books or the three books, sorry. Um, you know, it, it, it's it must be nice to look and say, hey, they've been sold this many times kind of thing, millions and millions of times. But I, I do also wonder, and I know that's just the the person in me that I'm like, huh, you know, really, I do, do you want to keep people guessing? Is that part of the fun maybe for her? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wonder I, that. If, I mean, yeah. if you look at somebody like J.D. Salinger, who was a famous recluse, you know, didn't do interviews, didn't sign books, didn't do any of those things. Right. And I'm wondering if, you know, did, did that increase the attraction to his works? Did people think, you know, I'm going to figure this out, I'm going to find him? There are stories of people who apparently did find him. Um, you know, he, I mean, he wasn't completely, you know, hidden behind walls. Uh, but, you know, did, did, did people do this for a purpose other than the one that they state, you know? And I, I, Interesting I'm curious. thought. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm, now I'm curious, too. That's... Didn't take me long to go down the rabbit hole, like I said before, and uh, you know the the mystery of Elena Ferrante lives on, and I think that's even reason to to read the books, even if you're not into this sort of genre, this sort of era. It, I'm sure they must be well well written if over millions have been sold and, yeah. and stuff. But it's 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 really an interesting side piece, side story sort of thing. And like I said, it's blowing up on TikTok and and X, and it's just been posted everywhere. It's really cool to, to see that people are you know, spending their three minutes on TikTok, you know, talking about this and the conspiracy and giving thoughts on, oh, maybe it's this person or maybe it is the husband or maybe it's none of it. Maybe it's someone completely different. It's, it's really uh, interesting to see the, the love for the books and to see the, the, how, how many people love mysteries. It's not just, it's not just me that goes down the rabbit hole. Well, thank you so much for for this contribution. I think I may have to go back and reread some of this, and I'd love to hear how you enjoy the books once you've had a chance to, to get into them. Thank you so much, Ryan. Appreciate it. Take good care, guys. That was our friend Ryan Huey, who joins us every Friday on the Chatty Bookshelf. Well, what else we do every Friday at this time coming up after the break is that we weigh in on some conversations from this week. We call it Cut for Time. Producer, reporter Grant Hardy will join us and weigh in with his segment that he chose from this week. Stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.